you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Sad news in wrestling this week from Sports Key to Wrestling. I'm Kev Kellum, joined here by Bill Apter. We've lost one of the most influential pro wrestling greats of all time, the legendary superstar Billy Graham. Joining me, Bill Apter, once again, beloved journalist, but certainly someone uh, beloved just like you, someone who's been in the business a long, long time, Bill. Superstar Billy Graham sadly passing away this week. I know uh, you put out some uh, content about this on your own channels as well, but obviously you were ringside for many of his great performances, saw him come up the card and become uh, such a guy who really built the foundations for what people call a superstar. It was literally in his name. Yeah, um, why Bill, is he such a big name and who did he influence? He was the, uh, he was the first mold for people that the mold was used for afterwards, like Austin Idol, Hulk Hogan, Jesse, the body Ventura, superstar Billy Graham had all the charisma and the looks to make him an iconic professional wrestler and showman. He was uh, he was an incredible showman. He knew not only how to work the crowd, but to how to work in the ring with the opponents uh snare them in his bear hug uh it was just tremendous i my my favorite memory of him always this was when he would come to the ring in new york city at madison square garden with the grand wizard of wrestling the great ernie roth and uh he'd stand there and pose for all us photographers me george napolitano uh, frank amato and this punk kid named paul Heyman. Um, and uh, when he'd have a wrestler in a hold, in a headlock or something, and he was up in charge, he'd go, Bill, I have to take this picture for the cover. Napolitano takes this picture for the cover. He loved the publicity. And anytime I ever asked him to pose for me or do an interview or whatever, he was always willing to. So pre me meeting him, when he first came to New York in the late 70s, my publisher, Stanley Weston, used to get photos from the Olympic Auditorium of superstar Billy Graham and always put him on the cover because he looked great. And I remember the first um, story I ever read upon him was this, this Billy Graham preaches violence. So, of course, you know, based upon uh, the, the uh, evangelist, uh, Billy Graham, when I first got to meet him, in I think it was 1979 in New York, he knew who I was right away because he wrote, he uh, read the magazines and he, he, he just couldn't thank me enough for at that time, Mr. Weston putting him in the magazine so much. And he, he sold magazines. He was one of the top five people that we could put on the cover at any time. And we'd have a great sale of a magazine. 
That's and at the time, that's like a sense of trending number one. At the time, at the era, that was if you were on the cover of the magazine, you were the number one guy. You were the guy that everyone's talking about. You were the Roman Reigns. You were the MJF. You were the Stone Cold of his time. And the the mold of the body guy in wrestling, he was kind of ahead of that. Like he was a Hulk Hogan before a Hulk Hogan. He was a Ric Flair before a Ric Flair. Oh yeah, well Hogan had told me during many interviews that he, Hogan, kind of patterned himself against Austin Idol, who patterned himself of Superstar Graham. But Hogan knew Graham fairly well, and um, uh, he wanted to be that character. And I think Hogan was able to take that uh, Superstar Graham charisma and personality and ring smarts and even uh, elevate it. What, what I didn't like about Superstar Graham's career, about his career, is that Vince McMahon Sr.'s decision to take the belt, the WWF belt, off of him and put it onto Bob Backlund when Graham was so hot at that particular time, I think Graham should have been left champion. No disrespect to Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund was that nice, clean, all-American guy, right? But as a draw, with back on there, they loaded the cards up with Mil Mascaris, with Dusty Rhodes, and other superstars there. When with superstar Billy Graham, as the American Dream would call him, uh, was out there, you didn't need anyone else on the card. People were there to see superstar Billy Graham. And his, his feud with Bruno was amazing, but his feud with the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes... I met him in, actually that's when I first met him down in uh, down in Florida when he was feuding with uh, Billy Graham and they were having all sorts of matches and they culminated with a series of feuds in New York at the Garden that were even today I remember just shooting those matches yeah it was great and, in history. and those are those are matches that Cody Rhodes has referenced recently as mm-hmm. a part of that finish the story element where his father was looked at as someone who could maybe take that belt off of uh, superstar Billy Graham, become that next big headliner for McMahon's WWE for, you know, and I wish it all together. I wish uh, there was someone in the lineage of superstar Billy Graham that today that could go against Cody Rhodes for that whole feeling of bringing them back the Grams and the, the, the Rhodes all back again that would that would be tremendous share with me some of the memories of his personnel you mentioned that that idea of him in the ring literally telling you to take a certain picture and 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 do something like that but that personality that larger than life personality other people had it but he did it at a time when wrestling started to be on color television It, it started to be a little bit more visual it was much more of a charisma driven type thing and then wwe obviously went with more of a straight lace guy in bob Backlund. But talk about that personality, that charisma, and how did it come out sometimes in interviews? Because I know some people started to say some of the things he did interview-wise really inspired generations of promo guys after him. Well, it's amazing because he was a great talker, and yet when he was in the um, in the New York area, they pretty much had the Grand Wizard talking for him um, because they were, they were just an amazing uh, team together. But he, for example, he would uh, he would come out to our office, the PWI offices, 
that was pre-PWI, actually, uh, when we were doing Inside Wrestling and The Wrestler. And we take him out to lunch to um, a place at, in Freeport, Long Island, down by the water. And as soon as people saw him, you could tell there could have been 100 people eating lunch there. When he walked into the room, he owned that room. And he talked to everybody. He'd stop at everyone's table and talk. To, he'd sign autographs. He'd take pictures. And this was during his free time. One of his dearest friends, one of his dearest friends, died many years ago. A very young man named Scott Epstein, who was uh, related to uh, the great late bodybuilder Dan Laurie. Mm. And uh, Scott um, was very much into the uh, bodybuilding world, even though he wasn't a bodybuilder with uh, Superstar Graham, because uh, Dan Laurie owned a, a gym that Graham used to go to all the time. And Graham was a, you know, he admitted that he took steroids, but he was still a workout maniac. There was nothing more fun for him than being in the locker room with the guys, number one, and that closeness with the wrestling family, and number two, working out at the gym and making sure he looked great. Uh, anytime I pose him, he didn't have to, but he always oiled up. Now, the one pose, the one pose that made history, and people can find this on uh, Google, he and I were walking through Midtown Manhattan on the day of a Madison Square Garden show, we're going somewhere for lunch. And we amassed a crowd of, I don't know, 100, 200 people um, right in Times Square, 43rd Street and Broadway. And right in front of us there was a garbage can. And I said, you know what? What a great picture this would be for you to get up on that garbage can with all of Broadway behind you and flex. And he said, okay. And he got up on the garbage can, took his shirt off and started posing for me. And we used uh, one of those pictures on the uh, cover of uh, Inside Wrestling magazine way back then. During that time, this guy taps me on the back. Mr. Apter, can I get an autograph of uh, you and Billy Graham? And I said, well, we're busy. Well, I'm going to be a wrestling promoter. I said, right, everybody does. And it turns out that was Herb Abrams. <laughs> but before he even decided to go into the business. And Abrams tried to Graham to come to his... Uh, women's clothing store in Flushing, New York, to do a personal appearance, and Graham couldn't do it because he didn't have time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So quite an a amazing time. story, and obviously highly influential. The body, the charisma, everything he kind of brought to the table was kind of like the prototypical versions of a lot of things that we would see for decades to come. Like the, he was the term superstar is well, yeah. now synonymous with WWE and pro wrestling, and he was kind of like that first large, more than just a wrestler. You know, it was, it was more than that, right? I, what I didn't, yeah, so definitely, definitely. He was a celebrity. Mm -hmm. Had he been around today, when you talk about, you know, John Cena and The Rock uh, being in the movies, superstar Billy Graham would have been one of those that they would have grabbed. He would have been perfect. Actually, here's a story I didn't tell you. When Stallone's office called me, at the magazines, secretaries called. The, they'd seen the magazine for Rocky Three. They were looking for a certain type, and they'd seen Hulk Hogan in our magazines. They said, "Would you send us pictures of um, Hulk Hogan?" <coughs> Pardon my allergies here. 
Hulk Hogan and anyone else you think might fit the part of what they described as thunder lips. So I sent pictures of Hogan and superstar Billy Graham. Hogan got the part, but I think superstar Billy Graham would have been just perfect for that part as well as Hogan. So you're telling me that superstar Billy Graham could have been thunder lips. He could have been the man to take out Rocky in Rocky three. Is what you're Absolutely. telling me. What a story. I didn't know I was getting that one today. Well, you get it because it's true. It's an after chat. It's an after moment. I helped get that whole thing started there. So, yeah. Yeah, but I, I miss him because the uh, he was, in general, he was a really good guy. Mm -hmm. uh, we talk on the phones. I didn't like when the whole head shave became and he became that karate jujitsu guy. I didn't like that character. I liked the original superstar Billy Graham. That was my favorite part of uh, Billy Graham. Billy Graham, unfortunately, passing away a long, long battle with various different health issues over the years. And obviously being enshrined in the WWE Hall of Fame some years ago. His wife, Valerie, um, they loved each other so very much. And she was just the gem taking care of him for so many years when he became ill. But uh, I'm sure that uh, if there is a heaven with spirits up there that he and Bruno and the American dream, Dusty Rhodes are planning a three-way. There you go. Triple threat, triple threat at the, at the big arena upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Absolute pleasure to have this time with you, Bill. Obviously people can follow you on the, on the Twitter. If they don't know where your Twitter is, they got to know where your Twitter is. The real one. Where do they go? Before we go, I've got to do my, my Dusty who'd always go. It's a beautiful day in New York city, baby. When my buddy Willie Apner and superstar Billy Graham are booking down Broadway, if you will. If you will. If you but will. Twitter, though I am uh, uh, a full-time reporter and journalist for Sports Kita. Uh, I still keep the OneWrestling.com name alive in honor of Bob Ryder, who passed away, and he owned it. So my Twitter is at... After there's no N in it, like Dusty Rhodes and Superstar Billy Graham said, it's at after A P T E R and then the number one wrestling at after one wrestling. That's my tweet. All right, go ahead and give him a follow. You can also follow Sports Key to Wrestling on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, wherever you get your wrestling content. The podcast is available. Some of you guys will listen to us there. Go to Sports Key to Wrestle Binge on YouTube mm -hmm. and subscribe because I'm all over that. Uh, that channel. So if you want to uh, see more wonderful Willie Chatter, if you will, that's the place to go. Absolutely. Thank you guys for the time. Obviously, remembering in our thoughts and prayers, the great, great superstar, Billy Graham. Rest in peace, superstar. <laughs>